0: Welcome to the Healthy Business Matters podcast, where business owners, HR professionals, and insurance brokers can unlock the hidden potential within each employee by leveraging concierge healthcare. In each episode, your hosts unpack navigating solutions like theirs to drive better employee engagement, productivity, and more importantly, overall quality of life. So grab your morning coffee, start your commute, and welcome your hosts, Nathan Barr and Dr. Andrew White. Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Andrew White from Illinico. Nathan Barr, Health Barr. And welcome to the Healthy Business Matters podcast. In this episode, we are going to be talking about a some of the issues that we commonly see with programs as they failed in the mm-hmm. past. And just to talk about the, the elephant in the room. You know, we, we've commonly both been in conversations with brokers uh, or business owners who have tried on-site or wellness solutions in the past, and they've been burned, frankly, by mm-hmm. them. And they felt like they've wasted money, wasted time and resources. And we want to address that, in a, I think, a bit in this conversation, mm-hmm. Nate, because you know, we, we can empathize as business owners and the frustration you can feel uh, in wasting money, if you will, or feeling like you wasted time and energy into something.
1: Yeah, I, ca- I can't tell you how many times when I'm sitting talking with those business owners. HR leaders, they're like we've tried this, it's not worked or we don't feel like we have any other options. This is what's out on the market and they're just there are a lot of bland solutions, ones that drive off of maybe virtual only engagement or things they just like it's not going to resonate with my workforce. And so, you know, I think because it's such a common topic, we have to we have to talk about and address it because It's in nearly, I'd say, ninety-nine percent of the conversations I have is is that just that very point.
0: Yeah, and I think we just, you know, we were Nate and I when we were discussing this a bit. We just wanted to again just address the elephant in the room because we acknowledge that while that what we talk about might sound too good to be true, that we might feel as if it's it could be easy to feel Mm -hmm. as if we're putting up a facade that we're thinking too optimistically. But both our companies are old enough at this point that there's proof in the pudding and there are clients that love every client we've had Mm -hmm. uh, loves our product. Neither of us have ever, we just were talking about this off air. Mm -hmm. We've yet to have clients where they've had a bad experience. You know, we've had employees love it. We've had brokers love it. We've had the client love it. And so, it's not like it can't work Mm -hmm. and so we but we wanted to at least address again that sometimes it doesn't and I think what would be helpful is to you know we could maybe speak to some of the areas that we've seen uh, where it's fallen short and so then that way hopefully it'll give you uh, the listener ideas on you know if you've had bad experience or you're Mm -hmm. skeptical what are the things that we recognize and we intentionally create processes around so that we don't fall into those same pits.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly right. I mean, maybe getting started, you know, one of the kind of companies and organizations that I've heard a lot, you know, talk about is uh wellness solutions. And so wellness was a huge buzzword for the past 20 or 30 years. I feel like wellness companies have really you know come up and with the right intention. I don't think any of these companies, you know, started these solutions with ill intent. I think what they looked at was is A very base level and practical solution but solutions that really hit people in moments in time not in a relationship based or a longitudinal way and so they looked at these solutions and they said how do I provide a service like a biometric screening like a wellness screening uh, to this organization because they're looking to maybe just check a box you know like hey to get this insurance incentive on my, on my plan, I gotta have everybody get a wellness check or a biometric. I'm gonna add $10 to their paycheck by doing this. So they're, they're, the strategy was more so to take advantage of a rebate or an incentive versus to do what's actually right for someone's health. And so they looked at it very transactionally. And in doing so, they separated the medicine from what wellness should be and that relationship from what wellness should be and, and made it so task-based that wellness in and of itself achieved the goal of providing that employee a screening, but it did nothing more than that. It didn't change how they viewed healthcare, how they used healthcare, and really any behaviors or lifestyles. It, it just gave them a, a point of, you know, uh, of reference, let's just say, for where they were at at that moment in time. Um, so it never moved the needle, but it felt good. It's, it's, a, it's a fluffy solution where, as an HR leader, you're doing it and you're like, I think I'm doing the right thing. And so, they're, like I said, not ill-intended, but the results was not there because it was transactional. It, it didn't have any kind of relationship basis to it whatsoever.
0: Yeah, and, you know, I thought about this a lot when we first started Align IQ, our software company, mm-hmm. because I wanted to develop information products that were targeted. And I acknowledged that, you know, the that there were a lot of wellness companies mm-hmm. that create You know, information products Mm -hmm. where you'll do a wellness check, you download an app, and then the app has content they push out. And the mistake that I believe a lot of these companies make and where we created very intentional steps to, to remedy wasn't that they made the mistake that they thought the answer to better health was more information. Mm-hmm. And I think I said this in our first podcast that I often joke that if the answer to better health was as simple as more mm-hmm. info, the internet would have given us all abs a long time ago.
1: <laughs> right. And
0: so it's not <laughs> yeah, as simple as just, uh, yep. giving, feeding someone information. Mm-hmm. It needs, if you're trying to impact someone's health, which is the reason why our companies exist, mm-hmm. you need to make it self-evident that this is self-serving. This is about me, mm-hmm. my health concerns, my needs, and addressing the barriers that exist to help them navigate it. And that gets into the personalization mm-hmm. and the relationship that you were describing, again, yeah. with, you know, it's, they're lacking that relationship. They're mm-hmm. seeing it as transactional. And they're just trying to throw information at someone, yep. which in reality is never going to work. Yep. And, and that's and we've seen that over and over again, not mm-hmm. just in the health industry, but mm-hmm. all over the place.
1: Yeah, I, I, I like it a lot, too, especially now with AI. Like, I'm not a software engineer. I'm not a tech expert or anything else. And so somebody says, hey, go use ChatGPT. I use it, but I just drop it then. It's cool for a moment, but it doesn't integrate into my life and how I live and operate Um, and so there's just there's so many things like that that we come in contact with that just they come and go and they make no lasting impact whatsoever because because it is just something cool and fun and trendy at that point but it's not doesn't get to the core of it and that's where that behavior and lifestyle change really impacts something else that we we see a lot of and we hear organizations talk a lot about too is uh, virtual solutions right I mean Virtual solutions are out there uh, in, in spades. You can get a virtual solution for anything right now. But what I've heard over and over again is I'll pay for this virtual solution and nobody uses it. Nobody uses it. And, um, and it's one of the things that we've seen, too, where out of sight, out of mind, right? If it's not in front of me, I'm not going to use it. In my moment of crisis or need, I'm going to go back to what I know. And that is my what's in front of me and what I'm used to. And so we see a lot of virtual solutions that companies have tried to leverage, and and they just don't get the engagement or the ROI behind them.
0: Yeah, you know, it's interesting when you bring that up as well. I think in another episode we can hit (laughs) on you know, one of the things that we're, we've talked a lot about with our companies is create, where we see a lot of the best outcomes in health is in a collaborative relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think in another episode, it'd be really fun to talk about how our companies are working together to create that integrated approach to Mm -hmm. healthcare on site. Mm -hmm. But to that point, you know, I think the, it's interesting when you think about uh, individuals, to your point, it's like the pattern recognition, right? Mm -hmm. They, they've had, They've navigated health one way or healthcare one way, yep. and so if you are just trying to like assume that a general blue-collar worker is going to co- completely revolutionize the way they utilize healthcare mm-hmm. because now they have yep. a onsite app that is one of many vendors you're paying for that are not that are working in silos. Yep. They're not communicating with each other. No, like vendor a doesn't know vendor b also works with you Mm -hmm. and so they're all working their own little silos you're expecting the employees to navigate all of these programs understand when they're applicable when they're appropriate and uh it just it 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 leaves a lot to be desired and and oftentimes to your point there's this this lack of engagement yeah. and so I think one thing that both our companies do exceptionally well and gets and, and, and really helps to negate those pitfalls is in what we often call proximate leadership which is again is this idea when you get proximate or close to individuals you recognize the barriers that exist for them and what's mm-hmm. preventing them from getting ahead of their health and then you help to get them the access to the providers, the resources, whatever they need and then almost as importantly keeping them accountable Mm -hmm. because again going back to the joke about abs it's like yeah most people might start a workout program to Mm -hmm. lose weight Mm -hmm. but then the follow-through is hard and it's hard to create a new habit without accountability and we've seen there's so many studies and science behind you know when you wanted you're wanting to create a new habit the ways of doing it and one of the number one things is having an accountability mm-hmm. and so both of our organizations do a phenomenal job of when you're having providers on site not only is it a visual reminder yep. that they set a goal or that they acknowledge the hell sound where they want it to be but also the provider going to touch base with them they're going to mm-hmm. get to know them they're going to follow through with them and again that's where we see a lot of the success and the roi yep. really you know stem from
1: yeah and leveraging you know, not to say that we don't leverage virtual solutions, but virtual is a part of what we do. It's a Correct. communication tool. It's not the product itself. And and then behind that, that consistency in the relationship that we have that that's formed, um, you know, in that, uh, in that uh, product. So, um, yeah, I mean, those, it's one of the things, you know, as we're talking about, you know, some of these solutions that don't work, that have failed, that these businesses have been burned on. I think, too, talking about, you know, and we we mentioned this before, but you know, our secret sauce, you know, and it's not it's not anything that's rocket science necessarily, but it, it addresses those core issues when we talk to those clients and you hear I'm I'm desiring and craving, you know, consistency in a relationship and an on site presence in a in a variety of ways to interact with your healthcare services, that's where you bring a comprehensive solution that's not just a a brick here and a brick there, but it's the entire wall of solution. Um, that consistency means a lot. And that's what drives a lot of the success.
0: Yeah. And I think it's the consistency and the trust, right? Trust. Because we've mm-hmm. talked about this in, in previous episodes, but so often general Americans or just folks in general, they they have this idea that there's this chasm that separates them from healthcare providers. Mm-hmm. It's like their doctor is this enigma or this person they can't reach that they're different than them that they are better than them sometimes they have this this belief in their mind when in reality we're just normal people mm-hmm. we have kids we have desires we have we just have a skill that's different than theirs we might not be a welder we might not know how to drive a big rig truck but we we are experts at the human body and at the end of the day we're just people and we care about people and so it's when you, get, when you start to build trust with people and they start to recognize you as just an like just like them yeah. and we're not pretentious we don't see ourselves as better and we have the same desires and hopes that's where again I think we can see a lot of that that mm-hmm. fruit come from yeah and so okay. I w- we wanted to, to end this episode with a couple of uh, calls to action so if you've watched if you've either watched or listened to us talk today and you have been thinking about you know incorporating some sort of on-site or just wellness program in general and you just have thought maybe skeptically that you feel like it can't work it won't work or maybe you've tried a solution Mm -hmm. maybe you've been burned and unfortunately maybe you've been in the camp that we described opening the episode that you've had uh just some bad experiences we just would uh we wanted to do two calls to action. One that is very straightforward, which is what I would call a thought audit, Mm -hmm. which would be to take a step back if you've experienced that or if you have these limiting beliefs in your mind around onsite or wellness solutions. And that is, if you've been burned, ask yourself, what were the outcomes specifically that happened or did not happen that led to you feeling like it was a failure and it didn't work? If you haven't, Incorporated program like ours. What are the barriers that you believe exist? And what are what's causing you to believe that it cannot work? And think about that. Mm-hmm. The other call to action would be if you've if you're feeling convicted by What we described to set up a call with one of our mm-hmm. companies We would be happy just to do a, a free call with you and just try to answer questions or field some of the issues you had and try to speak to areas that we think or believe we could do a better job or a company like ours could do a better job because Nate and I, at the end of the day, are both incredibly passionate about thinking innovatively about healthcare and reaching general Americans and just improving their health. And we are very then, because of that, passionate about our work. Mm-hmm. And so we want to inspire you to think differently and to think about what's possible. And we would love to show you, you know, the results of our, our of our efforts or, you know, connect you with some of our you know, yep. previous clients that have had success.
1: Yeah. I mean I I can't tell you how many people I've talked with that said, I thought I knew what was out there and I thought I knew what my options were or I felt like I've experienced it all and then they we sit down and we talk with them and they're like, Oh my gosh, I didn't know this was even possible to do. Um so if you're in if you definitely think about like knowing it all or having experienced it all, like you just haven't and and yes, there have been probable, you know, solutions out there that you know, have maybe worked some, but I think the way we're addressing this is is truly, um, it's truly revolutionary in how healthcare can be delivered. Yeah, awesome. So we hope you've enjoyed this
0: episode of the Healthy Business Matters podcast. If you have liked it or found a uh, value in it, we would uh, appreciate for you to like, subscribe, or share this with someone that you believe would find value in it. And we will be back soon. I think we Nate and I have talked. We are setting a goal. Uh, in the next uh, few months here to bump Mm -hmm. up from bi-weekly episodes to weekly episodes. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we are also going to be, we've talked about bringing in some guests. Mm -hmm. So if you're someone watching and you think that you would add value to these conversations, please reach out to us. We would love to talk to you, whether you're a broker, a business owner, or just uh, general someone that's a thought leader in the space. But again, Mm -hmm. appreciate you for listening and we'll see you soon.